calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. From the creators of the hit kids podcast, Too Smarted, and Netflix's brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. Listen to mysteries about true histories on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin! Yo, kids! Yo! It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, beaming into your ears all the way from Lucy Wow's barn in Flugerville. Along with me is the one and only Guy Neville. Uh, thanks, Kapow. You know, I can't help but notice you're dressed like a bumblebee. Yeah! Bumblebees are my favorite bugs! Um, sure. But why are you dressed like a bug? Because I wanted to do something in honor of today's inventor, Grace Hopper, and her world-shaking work with bugs. Uh, Grace Hopper was many things, Kapow. An inventor, a mathematician, a teacher, a navy woman. But, uh, I don't think she had anything to do with bugs. Oh, yeah? Well... Why don't we go ahead and start today's story? And if by the end of it, I haven't proven that she was the bug queen, I'll clean your room for a week. But if I do convince you of her buggy brilliance, you have to make me a tin can taco. Fair warning, I was working on my motorbike in my room earlier, so it's a real big mess. I'm not scared. I can taste the tin can taco already. Okay, you've got a deal. Why don't you go ahead and start us out? Yay! Grace Hopper was born in 1906 in New York City. At a very young age, Grace showed an interest in engineering, which is the art of using science and math to build things that solve problems. As a child, she would often take apart household stuff and put them back together. Just like me and Lucy Wow. Well, only I take them apart. Lucy handles the putting back together part. <laughs> anyway, 
As a child, Grace attended a preparatory school in New Jersey, where she was top of her class. And her excellence in school continued as she went on to Vassar College and then to Yale University, where she earned her master's and PhD in mathematics. Finally, ready to stop being a student, Grace went back to Vassar College and became a professor. In 1943, World War II was raging, and Grace, like many people, wanted to serve her country. So she left her teaching job to join the Navy WAVES. WAVES stood for Women Accepted for Volunteer Emergency Service. Soon, she was promoted to lieutenant, junior grade, and assigned to be the Bureau of Ordnance Computation Project at Harvard University. Now, this was a very special place. Here, Grace and her team created the Mark I, an early prototype of the electronic computer. That's right! Grace was part of the team that invented the computer. And this time, Grace wrote a 500-page manual of operations for the automatic sequence-controlled calculator in which she outlined the principles of computing machines. So, uh, basically, Grace didn't just invent the computer. She literally wrote the book on how they worked. At the end of the war, because of her brilliant work with the Mark I, Grace was hired on as a professor at Harvard. But while she taught, she also worked at the Eckert Mochley Corporation, where she kept inventing new computer technology. Next thing you know, Grace had helped invent the Univac, the first all-electronic digital computer. Uh, Grace also invented the first computer compiler, which is a program that translates written instructions into codes that computers read directly. Now, thanks to Grace, people and computers could talk to each other. It was unbelievable, but she wasn't done. Next, she co-developed COBOL, which allowed computers to respond to words without the codes used by the compiler. Grace had taught the computers to speak human. And all this time that Grace was teaching computers to understand humans, she was also teaching humans to understand computers. In fact, Grace gave up to 300 lectures per year. That's a lot of lectures. During these lectures, she didn't just teach about the current moment. She talked about the future, too. You see, Grace wanted her students to be prepared for what was coming. You see, back then, computers were huge. They filled whole rooms, and only experts could make them work. But Grace predicted that computers would one day be small enough to fit on a desk, and that people could use them in their everyday life. People thought she was crazy. But Grace, as usual, was right. Now, all this time, Grace was still in the Naval Reserve. By 1966, she had attained the rank of commander. Then, in 1967, with the U.S. fighting in Vietnam, Grace was called back to active duty and assigned to the Chief of Naval Operations Staff as director of the Navy Programming Languages Group. She was promoted to captain in 1973, to Commodore in 1983, and to Rear Admiral in 1985. Thanks to Grace, the American military was able to stay on the cutting edge of computer technology, which helped save the lives of American soldiers around the globe. Because of her work, she was awarded the Defense Distinguished Service Medal, the highest decoration given to those who don't participate in direct combat. But it wasn't just the military that honored Grace's work. In 1973, she was named the Distinguished Fellow of the British Computer Society, the first and only woman to hold this title. But just because she had achieved so much, she never stopped teaching. She taught and inspired students until she passed away in 1992. During her years as a teacher, she taught some of the greatest minds in the computer industry, 
people who went on to turn her predictions of everyday personal computers into a reality. This was Grace's proudest accomplishment. She always said that her greatest joy came from teaching. Grace Hopper was a soldier, a teacher, and an inventor. But thanks to her hard work and genius, today the world is a very, very different place. But she had nothing to do with bugs. <laughs> Are you ready to start cleaning, Kapow? Not so fast, guy! I still have a great story I want to tell. Okay, so for many decades, the term bug had been used when a machine malfunctioned. Even Thomas Edison used it, but it never was used in the early days of computing. But then, while Grace was working on the Mark II computer at Harvard University in 1947, the computer broke. Grace and her team couldn't figure out why. And then they discovered a moth that was stuck inside. Grace removed the bug and taped it to a piece of paper with the note, first actual case of a bug being found. It's the first known record of someone debugging a computer. The remains of the moth can be found taped to the group's logbook at the Smithsonian Institution's National Museum of American History in Washington, D.C. So, what do you say, guy? Uh, I say you were right, Capel. I guess I owe you a tin can taco. Don't worry, I'll share. Uh, I think I'm good, Kapow, but uh, thanks anyway. Well, I'm off to make a taco with metal. But if any of you out there would like to talk more about Grace Potter, computer languages, or bugs, buzz, just send an email to guy at gokinggo.com. Or to me at kapow at gokinggo.com. Now go out and have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. And as always, go kid, go. Go kid, go. Go kid, go. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.